Clean Air Media. Hey dreamers, welcome to Maximize Your Monday. I am your vision coach, Latoya Early of Chase Great Enterprises, full-time wealth creator, wife, and mother. Each week, I will bring you applicable growth strategies to encourage kingdom building through business development. Thanks so much for maximizing your Monday with me, and I hope today you grow closer to your why in business. Hey dreamers, welcome back to Maximize Your Monday. We are on episode 19. I am your vision coach, Latoya Early of Chase Great Enterprises, where we are constantly changing the momentum of your pursuit to success. I am so excited about today's show. We are going to continue our talk from last week, and we're going to talk about what we believe is what we build. So today's affirmation is brought to you by one of my favorite leaders, one of my favorite authors. Um, his name is Simon Scenic. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And what you do simply proves what you believe. Again, this is one of my favorite authors, Simon Scenic. Um, I wrote, I read his book, um, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. And it really, uh, channeled in on me and my coaching and my business really it really forced me to not just look at my why from a biblical perspective or my purpose from a biblical perspective but learning how to incorporate my why in mainstream knowing how to build my business from my why so with that being said i want to share with you i'm a scripture isaiah 40 31 it reads but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Um, this scripture really uh, speaks volume as it pertains to us talking about what we believe we build. So did you know you develop many of your beliefs about who you are during your childhood? What you believe influences the way you interpret events, how you feel, and even how you behave. Um, I received this fact from uh, Psychology Today, which is one of my favorite uh, sources or resources that I use here at Chase Great um, when looking for good mental health information to share, not just with you as our audience, but with the coaches and when I'm creating content. Um, with coaching, you want to make sure that not only are you, you know, providing yourself with the education and being well-rounded, but you want to make sure that you're not crossing those lines of a therapist or a counselor. Um, as a coach, it is our responsibility to help you get to your solution. And so here at Chase Great, you guys know that we offer um, a platform of coaches in different areas of business, career, or lifestyle. So with training our coaches, we want to make sure that we are giving our coaches well-rounded information. So psychology today is something that I use all the time. So last week we talked about why building your business through what, uh, okay, let me start over. So last week, <laughs> we talked about why um, it is important to believe when you're building your business. This week, I want to focus on how to build by what you believe, knowing that what you believe in your heart, knowing that what you um, have uh, put your mind forward on is what's going to help you build the business of your dreams. We talked about the different definitions of belief 
on last week. We talked about how um, there's two different definitions that's provided in the Webster Dictionary um, of what believe mean. And one of the definitions uh, is to believe by fact and one and the other definition was to believe by opinion. And so something that you have to make sure, especially as a business owner and as an influencer, that while you're building your business, that you aren't building your business based off of opinion. So what does that mean? Um, that statement simply means that maybe it will and maybe it won't. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in social media, we get wrapped up in what other people are saying and what other people are doing, that we allow other opinions, we allow the opinion of maybe it will or maybe it won't to interfere with what we believe um, I strongly believe in not allowing what you see with your natural eyes to interfere with what you see with your spiritual eye um, God really shows us uh, who he's called us to be and what he's called us to do in our imagination. Most times we think that our imagination is a form of entertainment, but it's not. It's a glimpse of what God has called you to. And so if he's shown you the promise, if he's shown you what it looks like, if you were to pursue the goals that he set before you, then you have to believe that. And sometimes when we're in our, you know, everyday lives, situations happen, things happen. And we're like, listen, I understand that God showed me this, but what's happening right now is not leading up to what God has shown me. And so now you have to make a decision whether or not you're going to believe by fact, or if you're going to believe by opinion, because again, looking at your current situation, it can be a maybe or maybe not situation. Or you can believe by fact and know that by any means necessary, I will reach the promises that God has for me. Last week, we uh, focused on um, scripture, Mark eleven twenty four 24, about uh, praying and believing and knowing that as long as you believe, as long as you pray and talk to God and seek him, as long as you uh, take your... Uh, take an account of, you know, what he has for you. As long as you make the decision that by any means necessary, regardless of what things look like, that you are going to press forward, that you're going to press towards the mark, then, hey, right then and there, you know that your level of belief is no longer based on maybe or maybe not, is more so based on a fact that I know that these things will come to pass. So... We are going to share five uh, tips or five ways on helping you build by what you believe. So my first uh, strategy is examine your thoughts. Um, again, if we go back to the fact that we shared with psychology today, um, it simply stated that a lot of our beliefs are developed from our childhood. So if you think that you're socially awkward and you're uh, what they call an introvert and you're unable to build meaningful relationships, then you are indirectly telling yourself that you can't go out and make new friends. You can't build relationships. You can't create 
um, healthy relationships with people who are outside of your circle. And so these type of uh, thinking patterns are created when we're children, whether or not it's in grade school and you have experiences with having a hard time um, being friends with other people or, or gaining new friendships, or if it's in your household, whatever it is that has happened to you as a child, most times it's embedded in your subconscious and it prevents you from um, exploring new levels of life because you have these subconscious beliefs um, embedded in your, um, in you, from your past, right? So the first step we want to do is examine our thoughts. What are some things that you are keeping yourself from because you have not yet transformed your way of thinking to believe by fact versus believing by opinion? The Bible talks about over in Romans to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So renewing is an ING, which means it's continuous, which means that God is constantly trying to get you to change the way that you view things. So you want to take this time and you want to examine your thoughts. What um, part of your thoughts or what are you thinking about that's causing you to have disbelief in whatever goal it is or whatever you're looking to pursue in your business? Could it be something from your childhood? Um, I know when I talk about my why, when I talk about why I do what I do, the core of what I do stems from self uh, acceptance and validation. Um, in my childhood, I struggled with self-acceptance. Um, I thought I wasn't pretty enough. I thought I wasn't good enough. I had a hard time clicking in circles. And the circles that I did click with, I did what they did so that they can accept me because I was seeking validation. And so it's like, well, where did this stem from? Then I started to really dig and understand that a lot of this came from, you know, my parents and, you know, their... Uh, certain behaviors that they may have shared, you know, in my young childhood, I had amazing parents, but I also had working parents. I also had a mom who worked two or three jobs at, uh, at a time. I also had a dad who was, um, who was in my home, but we had a distant relationship. So I was seeking validation from people because I didn't feel valued or validated at home. So as I grew up and I began to build businesses, um, uh, one of my troubled areas was rejection. I had a hard time going out and creating relationships with people because I was afraid of rejection. Well, I didn't know that my personal hurt was interfering with my professional development. And so as a coach, this is one of the reasons why before I can help you build multiple streams of wealth in your business, we first have to focus on your internal development, your personal development, because that unhealthy state of thinking will most definitely trickle over into your professional growth. So you want to make sure that you examine your thoughts when you have a struggle with believing by fact in something, what is it that's preventing you from doing that? Have you been let down a lot? Do you not trust people? Do you not trust your instinct? Do you not trust the God that is whispering or the Holy Spirit that's or Holy Spirit that's whispering in your ear? What is it? What happened over your lifetime that has caused you to live in such moment of uh, disbelief or fear? Okay, so my second strategy is change your perspective. Now, this isn't that easy. 
Um, a lot of times we are conditioned by the way we view the world. We're conditioned by the way that we view life. Understand that the situations of our life is what alters our perspective. And our family and our friends and our uh, surroundings have a lot to do with that. So what you wanna do is, is you want to now change the way you view things. If you change the way you view things, it'll change your point of view. So let's use as an example. So in your business, you're you're having a hard time believing that you can take this bills this business and create a multi um, multi-million dollar business. You have a hard time believing that your business can be a six-figure earner. So now you're like, oh my God, I'm not getting the clients, I can't reach my audience, I can't reach my exposure. Or I'm sorry, my exposure is not growing. What is it? So now your perspective on your business is negative because you constantly have negative results, right? So now let's change our perspective. Instead of saying, man, I can't reach my target audience, maybe we need to say there are certain uh steps that I need to reach before my target audience bam, uh, are able to come into my business. You know, there are certain things that I have to accomplish within me. We talked about Mark um, 11, 24 on last week and how we pray and we ask God for things and we um, want them and we're waiting to receive them and we never get them. And we're wondering, what did you do wrong? There's a process to every promise. And so sometimes when we're asking God for certain things, our character is not developed enough in a particular area for us to be able to sustain whatever it is that we're asking God for. So again, if you're in your business, you have to change your perspective. And instead of saying this service or this product is not good enough, now we have to figure out who is this service or this product is for. How can I tweak it? How can I alter it? How can I change it so that it can reach the target audience that it's designed for? Again, changing the way you view things will in return change your point of view. So it's all about perspective. Think about it. When you and a, a friend are having a disagreement or you guys are sitting back and you guys are not um, agreeing on something and you don't understand why that person can't see things the way that you see things, it's because of perspective. We've created our own way of perceiving what we see through our eyes. Now, if you, if you recall back um, from a couple episodes before, your eyes is not what deter is not what determines what you see. Your mind is, right? So the reason why we have a different perspective on different things is because we all see things differently. Well, because I don't see with my eyes, I see with my mind, that means that my perspective doesn't change based off what I see. My perspective changes based off what I think, right? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So this sounds like that in order to change your perspective, it's a heart. It's a matter of the heart. It's a reconditioning of the heart. What does your heart tell you? If your heart trusts God, then your thoughts will reflect your heart and it'll change your perspective of how you view certain situations and you won't let doubt, fear, or things that, per that are stopping you from moving forward interfere with you and your business. Make sense? So my second strategy was 
change your perspective. You have to learn how to change your lenses. I have worn glasses my entire life. Let me tell you, I hate wearing glasses. I really do. Oh my gosh. I like to wake up being able to see. But as I'm getting older, I'm learning that the way that I mistreat my eyes with my contact lenses is not healthy for me. And I want my eyes. <laughs> I want to be able to see. So I've really been learning how to find balance between wearing my, um, my eyeglasses and my contact lenses. And um, I had a point behind this story, but I forgot. But I do know that my strategy, my strategy, my second strategy was change your perspective. And so I was talking about, oh, changing the lens. Cool. There we go. So I was telling you guys, I've been wearing glasses my whole life. And so last time I went to the, uh, the eye doctor, um, I'm like, I do not want my lens strength to increase. Like I'm already blind. Please do not tell me that my glasses need to be stronger. And guess what y'all? My glasses needed to be stronger. <laughs> and I was so mad. Like, oh my gosh, I'm literally in bifocals. <laughs> and I'm like, this sucks that I have to walk around with these glasses. But when I look at it through a different perspective, now I'm able to turn them increasing my glasses strength from a different way. Why? Because when we look through things from a different lens, we're able to see things clearer, right? So right now, the strength that I'm in now, I can see, but it will be so much greater if I could see clearer. So now since they've changed my lenses, now I'm able to see things a little clear. So to change your perspective, you have to look through things through a different lens until you find the lens that allows you to see clear. So where do you get your lenses from? You get your lenses from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will come in and show you how he wants you to view a particular a desire or how he wants you to view life. So whether or not you're building your business, you're working on um, a relationship, a romantic relationship, a friendship relationship, you're working on your kids, you're working on your budget, you have to learn how to change up your lenses so that you can view things from a, a different perspective. Because sometimes we use the way that we've been taught to think as a guide throughout our entire lives. And if you notice, if you continue to follow some of the same patterns that you've been thought been taught throughout your childhood, you'll find yourself in the same place as your parents, as your grandparents, as your great grandparents. And a lot of times we're trying to escape some of the um, the generational curses of our past and we're trying to create legacy. Um, in my family, we have entrepreneurs. I have um, aunts and uncles who built businesses and they've, you know, a lot of them uh, work a lot in real estate. But as it pertains to my immediate family, um, I'm the first to really pursue the dream. So in order for me to push forward and reach the dream that God has called for me, I have to change my perspective because if I continue to look at life, if I continue to look at my situation, if I continue to look at my business, the way that my community or my culture has taught me to uh, view certain things, guess what, y'all? I would have stopped a long time ago. So you have to change your perspective. Tip number three or strategy three is push past discomfort. Tell me when... Have you ever seen or felt growth to be comfortable or change to be comfortable? Listen, y'all, I have been, <laughs> I've been trying to lose 20 pounds 
for like a year. <laughs> and it seems like I'm not losing 20 pounds. It's like I'm gaining a half a pound every time I say I want to lose 20 pounds. And so it's been hard for me because I have not yet challenged my uh, level of comfort. Listen, LaToya, you need to eat salads and smoothies. You need to go to the gym and you need to alter your habits so that you can lose the weight. Well, because it's uncomfortable for me, I haven't, I haven't forced myself to pursue it. Well, in order to grow, you have to move past discomfort. There's nothing comfortable about growth and change. It's all uncomfortable. If you stay where you are, if you stay stagnant or complacent, then you'll stay in mediocrity. And for us as dreamers, remember, it's our job to help build our businesses so that we can build our business according to the principles of God so that we can increase the kingdom. Well, ask yourself this. How can you draw unbelievers to the kingdom of God through your business if you aren't showing the world God in your business? That's not just through integrity and good customer service. People want to see fruit. So if they don't see the growth of your business, if they can't see a financial exchange, if they can't see prosperity and wealth over you, listen, wealthy people have great influence. Why? Because people base your level of wealth and success off of, or I'm sorry, people base your success off your level of wealth. So in order for you to be able to be um, an influence of the kingdom in the business, in the marketplace, you're going to have to push past your discomfort so that you can believe for things and believe in things that you never thought were possible. Again, you got to believe by fact, not by opinion. And a lot of times when we're taught to believe, we're taught fairy tale believing. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Well, I've decided to completely eliminate um, the idea of believing by opinion and to only believe by fact. My fourth strategy is find facts that support what you believe. So when I talk about facts, like I said, um, one source that I use all the time is Psychology Today. I love Psychology Today. I'm looking and reading through some of the mental health articles and looking through. It really confirms a lot of the things that I teach. And it makes me uh, more confident in what I'm doing because, for number one, I went to school for sociology. My goal is to go back for my master's and receive my master's in psychology, but I was never really educated in psychology. A lot of the things that I've learned over the last couple years has really been Holy Spirit wisdom. And so it really confirms in my spirit when I trust God and I listen to God and then it's confirmed to me in a natural way that I'm going in the right direction. These are facts that are helping me believe more in my vision not only is psychology today one of the resources that I go to but how about the Bible um, there are so many scriptures that promise us so many different things and so when I'm able to take a scripture that God has left for me to apply to my life such as Isaiah um, 40 31, which was our scripture today, he tells us very clearly that those who trust in the Lord will find new strength 
So if I trust him, I, I won't get weary. If I trust him, I won't faint, which means I can persevere, which means I can push forward. And these are the facts that help me believe in my business and know that um, regardless of what it looks like today, that it is going to come to pass and it will reach the level of success that I desire. So you have to find facts that support what you believe. Find a book, find a person, find the Bible, which is the, uh, the greatest resource, but even people, I mean, find people who are doing what you desire. You know, I use all the time that there is no such thing as competition in purpose. There's no such thing as competition. You need to find people who are uh, doing greater than so that you can have something to reach forward towards. Listen, if he did it for them, he'll do it for you. Our God is no respective of persons. So that means that he doesn't have his favorites. He doesn't pick who, you know, he doesn't have a, a favorite group of people. Well, sometimes I do think that God, you know, I think he favors me sometimes. But, you know, I know that he doesn't have favorites. So that means that if he would do it for Oprah, he'll do it for me. That means if he'll do it for a young lady at my church or a woman at my church, that he'll do it for me. That if he'll do it for my neighbor, then he'll do it for me. Listen, y'all, my dream car, and I say it all the time, so when you guys see me in it, you know it was nothing but God that brought it to me. But my dream car is a G-Wagon, a Mercedes-Benz G550. And um, for those who don't know, I live very close to, I live on the outskirts of Detroit. So I travel through Detroit. My kids, some of my, uh, they go to their daycare in Detroit. My office is not too far from Detroit. And so I'm in Detroit a lot. And I see people driving this truck. I've been seeing it a lot lately. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you trying to tell me something? Like, am I getting closer? And so before I would see people drive it and they would be of other ethnicities. So I'm like, mm, cool, I'm still going to get it. That's my truck. I call it. I claim it. The Bible says if I decree a thing, it shall be established. That is mine. That's my dream. I'll have it. My keys will be in my hand. Don't worry. Right. I did everything. I done went to the Benz dealership. I got pictures behind the wheel. I done made videos, all type of stuff. Right. So but every time I saw the truck, I saw people of other ethnicity uh, in the truck. So. As of lately, I've been seeing African-Americans drive this truck. So for whatever reason, I don't know, I guess it kind of resonates closer. Like, dang, if they could do it, I can do it. This one time I was driving, I saw um, a, a beautiful um, African-American woman and her homegirl driving up in the truck and they just rocking, they got their sunglasses on and it was just such great confirmation like that's me like I'll be in that driver's seat and I'm sharing that because those are the type of facts no, I don't know if that truck belonged to her I don't know what was what the story is behind it but the fact of the matter is I saw a black girl driving his Mercedes Benz on the outside of Detroit if she can do it I can do it those are the small facts that help you increase your level of belief right don't limit yourself. You have to reach outside of the box. You have to be able to say, by any means necessary, I am going to build a business that is going to create the freedom, the financial freedom, and the freedom in my life that I desire. I have made a decision in my business that I will no longer let um, the boggling of scheduling and office keep me from being active in my kids' life right? So they get out of school at three, 
Guess what, guys? I'm gone at three. Why? Because I'm creating freedom in my business because I know it can happen. And the wealth that I desire and that I'm building and the legacy that I'm building for my children is so obtainable because I believe it by fact and not by opinion. So my final strategy is don't be afraid to fail. I know. I know, I know, listen, I coach all the time. And when I'm taking my clients through our 12-step identity map, one of the areas that we focus on is fear. And most times, the number one thing that people are afraid of is failure. And what you have to understand is failure is a key component of success. And I say that because in order to succeed, you have to fail. You have to know what areas you need to improve in. The only perfect, the only person that has reached a level of perfection, well-rounded was God. Even Christ had moments when he walked this earth. So you have to know that in order to succeed in business, you have to fail and you can't be afraid of it. You have to embrace it. You have to know that failure are building blocks. Every time you fail, you step back, you reevaluate the situation, you see what you need to learn and you try it all over again. Guys, I have failed a million times. I told y'all this is biz, Chase Great is business eight. I've been trying to build a, a successful business over the past decade and I failed terribly, okay? There are news articles out here of me owning things, saying how immaculate I was and these things no longer exist, okay? I told you guys I was um, co-owner of a semi-professional basketball team here in the city of Detroit. It's news articles, it's all type of stuff out here in the world failed <laughs> and I'm okay with that because that business really helped me get to where I am I had to manage a team of athletes listen I ain't know nothing about basketball but I knew the business side and so now instead of instead of looking at that as a failure what did I do what was strategy number two I changed my perspective I was managing a team of basketball players right now what am I doing I'm managing a community of coaches same difference, right? What is managing? Managing is simply helping lead, guide, and direct people in the direction that they want, that they should go. So you have to make a decision while you are building your business. If you are going to believe in your business that it will succeed by fact or if it'll succeed by opinion. So I'm going to go through these strategies one more quick time just for your review. Number one, examine your thoughts. Number two, change your perspective. Number three, push past your discomfort. Number four, find facts that support what you believe. And number five, don't be afraid to fail. Again, these are five strategies on how to build by what you believe. I know that life teaches us to be afraid, whether or not we want to admit it or not. Some of the uh, videos and stories that we see on social media really provoke fear. But remember, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of love, joy, and of a sound mind, guys. 
So you cannot build your business, especially trusting and believing God to manifest in your business if you are walking by fear. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So you want to make sure that you are not allowing what you see with your natural eyes to interfere with what you believe. Cool. So let's go ahead and maximize your moment. Last week, you had an assignment. You had to maximize your moment. You had to pick one thing, something small, write it out, pray about it, and thank God for his manifestation. Listen, I did that. I wrote it out. It's on my uh, dry erase board in my office. And so I'm walking it out. And it will manifest this weekend. I am going to make sure to share with you guys what I prayed and asked God for so that I can share my testimony of his manifestations. It's going to come to pass, guys, this weekend. I promise y'all. Okay, so your maximize, uh, maximize your moment for this week is make a list of things in your business that you have been afraid to implement or go after because you haven't been able to believe. You don't believe that implementing this new process, launching this new product, shifting this um, idea is going to grow your business or bring you more finances or bring you a better team, whatever it is, I want you to write it out. And then I want you to review, I'm sorry y'all, that long pause, I had to look at my notes. Then I want you to review our steps on how to build by what you believe. So when you're writing it out, I want you to examine your thoughts. Then I want you to change your perspective. After you've changed your perspective, I want you to push past your discomfort. I want you to find facts that support what you believe. And then, or what you will believe, because I know that right now you don't believe in it, but we're going to find facts so that it can change what you believe. And then I don't want you to be afraid to fail. And we are going to write this out. You're going to apply these uh, steps or these strategies to your list. And we are going to push forward in our business. If you want to share your success with us, please email me at Latoya at chasegreatenterprises.com. I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear um, what things you've implemented or changed in your business and how you've um, allowed yourself to believe by fact versus believing by opinion. So our last segment of our wonderful time together is Coach My Life. How do I increase my ability to believe when I'm just not built that way. I'm not built to believe or have that type of faith in my business. That's a good space to teach in. Um, you have the power to change your perspective. Your perspective alters your ability to believe. Remember, last week we talked about faith being an exercise. Believing in something or your ability to believe by fact is, is nothing but a mental shift. 
So if you feel that you have a hard time increasing your ability to believe because you aren't built that way, then that's because you've conditioned your way of thinking to believe you weren't built that way. Think about this. Remember, we were created in the image of God, right? When God created the heavens and the earth, what did he use to create? His words. In order for him to use his words, he had to believe that what he was speaking was going to come to pass. So mind you, if, if we were created in the image of God, then that means that we were given his same power to create. So the reason why most of us have a hard time believing by fact versus believing by opinion is because we slowly detached ourselves from the image of God. The Bible says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, right? So that means he didn't give us a spirit of fear. So once we start dwelling in fear and in anxiety, that means that we've separated ourselves from his image, right? So in order for you to now increase your level of believing, you now have to now come back and reconnect yourself within his image so that you can start believing the way that he had originally designed for you to believe. Again, when he, when he, uh, birthed the heavens and the earth, it was through his words. He had to believe that what he was saying was going to come to pass. We were created in his image, which means we were given that same power. So because we were given that same power, that means that we can create through our words. As long as we believe the reason why we, uh, start being afraid and having doubt and being fearful is because the enemy knows how to, to, uh, to create a wedge between you you and the image of God. So the further he gets you away from the image of God, the more he's able to convince you what you can't do, right? So because he's trying to convince you of what you can't do, it draws you further away from his image, from his word and what he's promised you. So if you're having a hard time increasing your level of belief because of the way that you believe you've been built, you weren't built in that image. You created that image. So now let's get back into the image of Christ so that you can believe again. Listen, I love you guys. I am so excited about what's to come in your business. Listen, I just want to say a quick, a quick prayer over your business. We have not prayed on this podcast and this is Maximize Your Monday. So I can pray your week out. I think I might start incorporating that to make sure that you walk by faith and not by sight in your business. So Father God, in the name of your son, Jesus, I come to you today just giving you worship, oh God, just thanking you, magnifying your name, oh God, that you are amazing, oh God. We thank you for this moment, oh God. Oh Father God, I ask that you touch the listeners of my voice on today, God, that you will penetrate their hearts, oh God, and transform their minds, oh God. God, that they shall believe in you, oh God, and trust in you, oh God. Father God, I ask that you touch their hearts right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, and that they are having a hard time believing in the promises that you have shown them, believing in the in the uh in what you've shown them, oh God, that you will transform their way of thinking, oh God. I bind up the attacks of the enemy over their businesses, over their thought process right now in the name of Jesus. Oh Father God, I release a financial uh overflow over their business, oh God. I release a, a client overflow right now in the name of Jesus. That services and products will begin to flow from this this business, oh God. Oh Father God, we give you glory. 
glory, honor, and praise on today, God. I cover them right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that they will no longer allow doubt or fear to interfere with what you have called them to, oh God. I call them closer to you, oh God, asking that you will draw them closer to your image, oh God, not allowing the enemy to uh, create division between you, oh God, and the, the business owner, oh God, for we know that vision is led by faith, oh God, and as long as we have faith, oh God, that the vision will come to pass, oh God, that it shall be done. Father God, for your word says that you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So Father God, we're asking right now in the name of Jesus that whatever the desire the, whatever desires is on the heart of the business owner that is listening to this podcast, oh God, that you will touch them right now in the name of Jesus and that their needs shall be met and that you shall supply their every need. Father God, we give you glory, honor, and praise, and we thank you in the matchless name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, have an amazing, amazing week. I want you guys to focus on your business today. Don't forget to maximize your moment and create your list so that we can start tackling these fears. We can start believing by fact and we can start walking by faith and we can build the business that the kingdom will get the glory. We love you. I thank you guys for listening. Be blessed.